I'll get them on the list. Bang! All of the fanfare, all of the preparation, all of the pre-gaming is in the books. <laughs> We're done. Today is the final day for Pink Pumpkins. Lots of stuff coming to an end. Lots of stuff beginning for November. We got more coming your way. But you can always count on us being here live for the Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Good morning, Mark Noodleberg. Tell me something good. Sprint to the finish. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was a uh, fantastic night last night. And then ready to go, ready to rock and roll. Excited for Pink Pumpkins today. Excited to talk more LinkedIn. It was a topic of conversation last night. It's been a topic of conversation all week. It's been a topic of conversation all year. So excited to do it again with you today. And then I am wheels up again tonight, headed to Tallahassee to go spend Halloween with Kai. So uh, we will continue that Halloween theme this morning. We'll talk about that. We'll wait for some folks to sort of jump in. Looks like a lazy start this morning. But um, once they're all in, we'll talk about the JA event last night, which by all accounts was amazing. 225 strong um, food, drink. Shout out to uh, Hard Rock. And a lot Susan. of hubblers. There were a lot of huddlers last night. <laughs> a lot of huddlers, man. So uh, here we come. Everybody's blowing on in. Shay, do you have uh, the LinkedIn um, thing that we're doing today? Do you have that that you can show? The pink pumpkin graphic? There we go. Thank you. So uh, today is the day. Um, thank you to Candy Cohen. Thank you to Chris Pollock. Thank <laughs> you to all of the people who have put something uh, in the kitty for our Pink Pumpkins campaign. Uh, thank you. We'll be uh, taking yeah, I checked over the, the uh, I checked the registration, and we're, we're pretty strong. Pretty strong. What's pretty cool is that, like, even Jeff Bishop, who was there last night and was evangelizing the message a little bit and was talking to a few people about the LinkedIn, like, a pro course, he was like, if I wasn't on a plane tomorrow, I'd be taking it for a third time. He's like, it doesn't matter how many times you take it. He's like, it reinforces it. You pick up a new thing or you just get back to doing the habits that you've gotten away from. So love, love seeing Jeff last night. Love spending some time together. And it was really great stuff. Casey, so much huddling last night to the point that our man, uh, Bob Goldfarb was well represented. I was wearing a Goldfarb. You were wearing a Goldfarb. Shay was wearing a Goldfarb. Jake was wearing a gold farm. <laughs> JC Delapena was wearing a gold Casey, farm. Casey, Casey. Gold farms all over the room, man. It was, it was gold farms everywhere. It was gold farms everywhere. Really, really fun stuff. Uh, Bob actually put um, uh, one of his blazers, a custom blazer, in the auction. That did really well. Um, shout out to the Mullings Group, our partners um, in Get on the Ball. Uh, sure. So great to see Nicole and Omar and that team. Uh, lots of good things going to happen there really, really fast. So culmination of a year's worth of work coming on. So uh, Omar, any Omar, other words? Omar goes, I see it starting to turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but shout out to their leader, Joe Mullings, who right from the get-go said, patience, Rome wasn't game. built in a day. Let's grow it. Let's learn from it. Let's do Bang, 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 bang. Brian Lynn is Brian here. Lynn's here live this morning. He never does that. He always listens to it the day after 
on his run. Good morning, Brian. Great to have you in here. So just so people know, this episode is probably going to go overtime. So we'll save, yeah. <laughs> we'll save the overtime audio for another day. Um, <laughs> Mark, wake up music first and then we'll get into... Uh... Yeah, let's do wake up music and then let's talk about what a fantastic night it was last okay. night. Wake up, Let's get into the who, what, and where from last night. Um, we had the opportunity to sit at the table with Michael Imperioli from, uh, you know, well-known for his, uh, his stuff. His role in Sopranos. Sopranos. What a super rocking dude. I mean, just as genuine and cool. And um, your takeaway, uh, Mr. Mark? Uh, I mean, the greatest line that he said all night was he said, it's not about who you know, but who knows you, which was fantastic. But I learned he was a Buddhist, a practicing Buddhist, um, holds a holds a a uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, meditation, a meditation every Sunday through Zoom. That's open to anybody. He promotes it on his Instagram so you can go to his Instagram. You can sign up. There's hundreds of people that do it every Sunday with him. And he's a practicing teaching Buddhist that I would have never, ever thought that or known that. And it was really cool to get to talk to him about it and how he found it. And it was really just awesome guy. He was super fun, super. So thank you to David Gold, uh, Gold, uh, Greenberg, rather. Who, there's Goldbergs and Greenbergs yeah. um, for uh, making that, bringing his connection to the party. There were tons of great uh, things for J.A. The event was spectacular. Shay, show me the setup of the event. Look at that. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, Mike Piazza was a special guest, if you don't know who was there at the bottom. It was a special night. Lori got to interview Michael Imperioli. We had our consigliere, uh, Sam Sammy, and his son, Jacob Sammy, uh, Sam has been our advisor, my advisor for 15 plus years. I credit a lot of what I know about how to grow business the right way to him. But uh, Jake and Jacob hadn't seen each other in forever. And I don't know if you saw the picture of them. From yeah, like from kids. when they were kids to yeah, when they were standing together. It was really cool. Was crazy, but crazy. Uh, another thing about Mike Piazza is really like just, just to prove the fact that the people at the top are truly students all the time and our lifelong learners might like there was a question and answer session with Mike, Michael Imperioli. And you think that Mike Piazza would just sit back, smoke a cigar and kind of, and he took the opportunity to ask Michael about being successful and get a question answered for himself, which if that's not a lesson to everybody, the guy's one of the best baseball players of all time and takes the opportunity to ask a question and learn something new from somebody else who's at the top of their game. It was really cool to see that. 
and his questions were amazing. So, you know, really shout out to him. Of course, the event was sponsored by Dex Imaging. Thank you, Chaz. And City Furniture. Show us our city family. Look the at that. City crew. Look at that, man. Uh, so they had managers and, um, you know. All uh, levels of the organization. They had, you know, regional directors. They had VPs. Obviously, Andy was there with Lena, which was great. You gave them a shout out on stage for their wedding, which was really cool. So it was great to have the whole city crew there. And uh, just it was awesome. I mean, between City and the Mullings group and Weston Jewelers was there. Like so many great people in the room. Hayden Kassan was there rocking the Daily Huddle shirt underneath his jacket, which was so cool. Um, so just really great stuff. And, and you talk about just the way life is. I uh, speak often at the Entrepreneur School at NSU uh, Nick Castaldo has me in twice a year. And sure enough, one of the classes I spoke to many years ago, Hayden Kassan was in that class. He did what I tell people to do, ask, follow up. He reached out. He said, wow, I was really impressed. Could you point me in the right direction? Can you do? And now he's a huddler and doing great things. And so, so, so many great things, but nothing better than show me uh, uh, the JA pictures. Just kudos to Lori Salarillo. What an amazing CEO. She just led an amazing night last night, spirited. Chaz and David, thank you for co-chairing the event with me. And we created something called um, The League. That picture at the bottom is The League. Shay, go to full screen. We are now members of The League, and it is a men's group creating impact. And for $1,000 a year, you can be part of this group and I promise you that you will find ways to 10 times your $1,000 investment just by the group of people who joined. There were some serious hitters in there, led off by our man, Andrew Koenig. And uh, so just amazing. And I, and I want to tie it into what J what Lori says about how about JA student Jaden. Jaden got on stage and gave a speech to the entire room that was a few minutes long and Jaden has progressed from a place where he was a shy kid that would only say a couple words to Lori when they first met. So to see how, how far he's come and shout out to, I think it was Bill Feinberg, who was one yep. of his mentors that hired him in for an internship. So that's part of what the league is about is being a mentor to these students, getting opportunities to give back and help the internships and also helping your own business by networking. So Proud to be in the league, excited to be in the league, and looking for more people to join the league with us. So we'll be following up with information just so you get it. It's our year-long campaign, low um, level of entry, big impact to be around, you know, those kind of people who will, you know, even for me, you know, just to learn. And then the final shout-out is Tony Coley, who nailed it as the ultimate man of the year. He got up and did four of his 10 P's. 10 P's. And what I would suggest you do is find my podcast with Tony Coley, and he gives his 10 P's. He's just a super dude, played on a championship team with uh, University of Miami, um, and he just couldn't be cooler to be the president of Truist which is Sunbank and BBT, BBT, and be the dude that he is. So um, kudos to everybody. One final round of applause there. Um, let's go to motivational music, and then we're going to talk Halloween.
here's where I differ with that song. We did start the <laughs> We started it last night and we uh, we are going to keep it going. So um, it's the end of the official work month. You know, you got two months left in, you know, this year to crush your goals. I think we hit our goal, didn't we? We are on, unless somebody unless somebody backs out at the last minute, we are on pace to hit our goal. That a boy. So congratulations to you, Jake, Shay, all the people that have contributed, referred, everything like that. But um, Sunday's Halloween, and Halloween is a fun, uh, fun type of holiday. It's always about costumes and candy, and so um, one of the best and most used masks is the mask of Mike Myers. Show me William Shatner, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's terrible. So wait, a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It gets better. Show me the interview with William Shatner where he talks about that mask. I'm going to ask you a, a very random specific question. I'm curious if you talked about it in story file. And I know you've been you've talked about it before. The, the Michael Myers mask, the Halloween mask, of course, modeled after Captain Kirk. Where, do you remember the? Do you remember the first moment someone told you that? Do you remember the first moment someone said, "Hey, do you know the, the Halloween mask is you?" Well, uh, the, just what you said is in all probability what somebody said to me. I don't remember the exact moment, but I thought, "Is that a joke? Are they kidding?" And then I saw—I don't think I saw the movie, but I saw the the mask, uh, in, probably in a picture, and I recognized it as the death mask that they had made for me. Um, they made a mask of my face on Star Trek with clay uh, so that I wouldn't have to be available for the prosthetics that they would put on my face to look old or, or uh, evil or whatever it was that they were making me look like. So that mask is existed in Star Trek. So somewhere along the line, somebody got that mask and made a, made a mask of it for Halloween and then the story is, get me a mask, uh, said the director. So the guy ran into this Halloween store and grabbed this mask, and it happened to be of me. Uh, that's the story I know. Uh, how true it is, I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> so Halloween is all about costumes, which is great. Costumes, masks, candy. Shout out to Dave Stavali, who him Crushed and his it. lady. Uh, Shay, do you have that picture or no? I wish he could have been there last night. He did a great oh, impersonation of Christopher. It was in the file. God, I'm so, it was in the file, Shay. Miss. Um, well, that's all right. Direct people to Dave's page. Go, I think he posted it yesterday. I think. Him and his lady went as Christopher and his girlfriend in The Sopranos. And Mark, was that the most dead-on impression? Yeah, they did an amazing job. They even amazing. had the cigarettes and everything. Like, it was really well done. <laughs> and his LinkedIn post was great. He goes, it costs 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes. Man. So so I, I know you've dressed up in the past. I wouldn't say that you're a Halloween guy, at least knowing you as my dad. But is there a – is there a there is it there, is. Oh, nice. Shay got it. Well done. Excellent. Is there a costume that you remember being your favorite costume? Um, so I always was a fan. I, I bought at one time a gigantic Afro. Which was, <laughs> you know, sort of, I remember I, the Afro. You right? used it for every like, Halloween for like a decade. I'm not a mask guy. I don't want to go to things where I don't know 
you and you don't know me. You know, it's just the whole thing. You know, that rubber mask. I'm trying to eat and drink and it's sweaty. And so I just yeah. never got into it. But um, last year we missed Halloween because yeah. of COVID. This year it's back. Give me a guess as what you think this economy will spend on Halloween related stuff. A number. Oh, just stuff in general, like including candy and everything. What are we going to spend? So the number is here. Um, I'm going to say $100 million. No, wrong. Keep going. Higher? Americans are expected to spend over $10 billion. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, my neighborhood, I could, just in my neighborhood alone, with the blow up, you know, stuff in the yards and, you know, the different like skeletons hanging from places, there are decorations all over my neighborhood. So forget about costumes and candy and everything else on top of it. So for those who want to know what's in the know, Google puts out a list called Frightgeist. And it's a list of the most popular 2021 costumes. Uh, just for the sake of like Hula DeVille is a big one this year. Um, Harley Quinn, Suicide Squad. And then this phenomenon that Jake turned me on to Squid Games. Yeah, Squid Games. Crazy show on uh, on Netflix. So witches, rabbits, dinosaurs, Spider-Man always kills it. For those who haven't noticed, Chucky is back. Does Chucky ever die? Does no. Chucky ever go away? Well, that, that's that. I mean, that's every. That's Michael Myers. It's Freddy Krueger. It's all of them. They never die. It's crazy, crazy. Will my all-time favorite costume that I ever did? Because you know, in college, it's kind of a thing. Like every year, you got to get dressed up and go out. I I was thing one and thing two. Oh, I Dr. that. I was both, and so I had thing one on my chest, and thing two was inappropriate place, inappropriately placed somewhere else on my body but i painted my face i created the wig and i actually painted the thing one and thing two on a red you know sweatsuit that i had bought from walmart i was actually pretty proud of that one i'm gonna have to go back like, and find I that picture that one that was a really good um costume so with costumes come candy and i am a candy guy and there is stuff so my first question to you mark is now that you're this homeowner and there, will you be opening your door to trick-or-treaters? So Jake is responsible this year for opening the door to trick-or-treaters because we will be out of town. We will be on a plane back from Tallahassee when trick-or-treaters are coming by the house. So had we been here, yes, 1,000%. We would be lawn chair people with the bucket of candy. You know, we let Lou outside, let Lou be outside with us and – I would love seeing all of the uh, costumes and kids and, you know, be a part of that as the community and neighborhood should be. Kind of neat. Um, as, so I remember as a kid, if you didn't open the door, <laughs> we had a Halloween ritual. Yeah. <laughs> you carry your house pretty good. <laughs> no doubt. So do exactly. you remember, do you remember the year that I was a scary hockey player? for halloween and i had i had just yeah we'd like put blood all over a panthers jersey and we decided i was gonna rollerblade around the neighborhood 
the part that we didn't figure out was that I had just learned to rollerblade. And so I spent the whole night falling in between every house, trying to rollerblade up and down people's driveways. It. It. it was a disaster. So to close out the show, candystore.com does a report that talks about every state has their favorite candy, which was mind boggling to me. Um, it appears the country as a whole, according to the study, appears to prefer what candy over all others? What's the number one candy? Number one candy in all of America, M&M's. Nope. Close. Skittles. Close. Not M&M's and not Skittles? Think E.T. Oh, Reese's Pieces? No Reese's way. Cups. Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups. Oh, wow. Over all other brands, Skittles, M&M, Starbust, and perhaps surprisingly, Hot Tamales rounded out the top five. So no it, way. there is this list. It's unbelievable. Look at that. That's a cool looking map, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so Florida is uh, top of the list is Reese's Cups. Um, now, it is Florida, Georgia weekend. And Georgia, in my mind, no offense to any of my friends that live there. It is bulldog country, which is very close to bullshit in my term. Um, They're sweetest the fish. Thing. What are they? What are they? So Georgia's favorite candy is sweetest fish. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They what? are delicious. They are delicious. I you, it, like. When's the last time you had a sweetest fish? I don't Anytime even know what has sweetest, one. You take it. I don't even know what a sweetest fish is. They're the little like red gummy fish. They're delicious. <laughs> they really are delicious. All right, no, no, but this is how we should end the show because I want to see people's answers in the comments because this is a hot button question. Are you a candy corn person? Are you Ooh. in favor or are you a solid no on candy corn? I am 100% in on candy see, corn. The problem with candy corn is you can't have – a kernel of no, corn. I'm going to give myself a stomach ache. Thousand percent, I'm going to eat it until I'm ready to be sick. Lori is fantastic. Lori says, "Yeah, I want to eat the map. <laughs> it's awesome. So, so, if there's a city that you want to know, throw it out. Um, let's see, uh, New York. Um, their favorite candy is Sour Patch Kids. Look, um, I'm telling you. Look here. Look at here. Come the comments. Look. Yes. Yes. No. Hell no. no. Like. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a hot button question. Christy says, yuck. Like, yeah, look, Lori says, all caps. No, I'm telling you, this is more like, you know, and, and shout out to, uh, you know, to, to Warren Struhl, who talks about licorice being like people, there, nobody's on the fence about licorice. Nobody is on the fence about candy corn. You were either in or out on candy corn. Like, Well, so candy Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> awesome. Marcy is, wants uh, to know what Detroit is. Okay, hold on. Detroit, uh, which would be Michigan. Michigan, right? Hold on. Let me find it here. Uh, I'm going Michigan Snickers. Starburst. Oh, wow. Okay. I like Starburst. I see that. I like yeah. chuckles. I like this whole time of year. You know, wherever you go to the supermarket, the first thing you see is all the candy. It's like crazy. Man. Or back when you were traveling to people's offices, every time you walk into somebody's office, they'd have a bowl of candy there. Like, oh, yeah, I'll okay. take a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you can't have open candy because COVID's hitting all over the candy. So it's Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> awesome. Great stuff. What a so, great. I mean, so, like, if you're looking for a takeaway from today, 
just start asking the people around you, hey, how do you feel about candy corn? And watch the reaction you get from people because it will be passionate. So I love that because at my last event, uh, which I did on Monday in Jacksonville, I just stood in front of everybody and I go, anybody in the audience like Oreos? <laughs> and then I go, do you dunk? And I walked yeah. off stage. And the place went crazy. They're like, I dunk, I dunk, I take it apart. I take, you know, so it's the I love uh, it. Snickers is life. Um, what a phenomenal week. Lots of great stuff. If you are not signed up for learned in like learn LinkedIn like a pro, you still have time. The clock is ticking. Mark, I'll see you right back. Two and a half TV. hours and counting. Let's go. But uh, thank you to everybody who was part of last night. Thank you for everybody who continues to huddle. Monday morning, uh, Jake and Mark will take over the seat because I will be on a cruise giving back to United Way. So bang, bang, bang. And we will be talking all about content and social media content. Let's get on. Let's get down to business. Love, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million nights to 